Welcome to episode 97 of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. That started as um, uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick Manning, Manning and then ended up as... Uh, the guy from SNL. Yeah, Don yeah. Parnell or whatever. Yeah, that was really was bizarre. That yeah, it that started strange. off as a, as a Chicago a Chicago accented pornography sto- <laughs> pornographer. Uh, actor. <laughs> oh yeah, a pornographer. A proud, <laughs> confirmed pornographer. And then it turned into a, uh, a dead announcer. Yes. Uh oh wait, that guy's dead? I think yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Don, Don Parnell is dead. Um well welcome. I will remember <laughs> you. Don Don Don. That's not that um Sarah McLaughlin. No, that's the wings of an angel. Never mind. Well, um, that, but that's also Sarah McLaughlin. Oh really? Sarah Mix, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Mix? Yeah. Does she just um <laughs> DJ Sarah Mix? Weep not for the memories. Does she only do sad songs? Or songs about like tortured animals? I think so. <laughs> um I've only heard uh profoundly depressing songs fr- from her, but who knows? Yeah. Well, who knows indeed. Well, here uh welcome ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 97 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Yeah. Uh my name is uh Benjamin C. Cholock. I'm professor emeritus of world building and uh and ed- eggheadism. At Princeton University. The C stands for Coxman. Yeah. Ben Coxman. Noted Coxman. Ben Sholock. That would be one of the worst titles of all time. Hi, I'm a Coxman. (laughs) That or Coxwain. This is uh, my son, Ben. He's a Coxman in Austin, Texas. Proud Coxman. Oh, my son's a Coxman. (laughs) Oh, really? What's, What's it like in Austin doing that? Pretty good, man. You have a big shit-eating grin. You have, like, a shirt on, and all the buttons are undone. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Just That's my move. Just bare chest. Um, the older I get, I realize that I'm, like, unbuttoning uh, more buttons from the top. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I used to only do one. Now I'm at two. And then I think by, like, 60, I'll just be, like, just, just wearing no shirt underneath. Oh, just, like, God. open, open button-down shirt. Jeez. Um, what wh- if you wore only sleeves? Only sleeves? Yeah. That would... That would be stupid. That would look so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but what if you're like, yeah, but this technically satisfies, you know, the criteria to come in here, sir. You're like get, getting in trouble with the manager. Yeah. <laughs> the sleeves don't count as a shirt, though. Like, I couldn't enter any 7-Eleven. I think you could. With just sleeves. Am I wearing anything else? Am I wearing underwear? Oh, yeah, you're fully. <laughs> n- yeah, Do you're I wearing like a Speedo for sure. <laughs> uh, and you're wearing uh, socks with sandals. I would you in? I mean, what, what are they going to do? No, I would kick me out. <laughs> what would you I, say? I, Get out? You look dumb? Yeah. I think I would say that. I would be like, no, I'm sorry. You look really stupid. You have to go home and change. <laughs> Sometimes at the tavern, um, we would have like a random uh, homeless people come in and like sit down and uh-huh. like we'd have to be like, hey, you got to go. And they would, you, I'd walk over and be like, 
Hey, that always make me do it. Yeah. Because like everyone else I work with is like a 22 year old like lady, and they were like, <laughs> they were like, you better go do it. I was like, all right, fine, all right, all right, <laughs> ladies. I am, and I was like, I am very tough. Yeah, you're the hero. Yeah, I'm like a really tough, strong man. Well, you're you're the Mainer, the, the what is it, the uh, uh, the Pope of Mainer Road. I'm the Pope of Mainer Road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I stole, uh, I usurped the power from the old one. It's a long story, but uh, yeah. So I would go up to him and I would just go. Hey man, and they'd always just get up and leave. They're like, "Yeah, we get it." They already know. <laughs> they Wait, know. Are they like homeless or something? They're just like yeah, people. Yeah, they they just wander around that area. Twelfth and Lamar. God, how much like beautiful Austin, <laughs> Texas. How defeated do you have to be to be like, "I'm just gonna stay in here and avoid the heat for as long as they'll let me," <laughs> and then yeah. you just know that your your time's out. You have to leave. Well, man, if you didn't bother anybody, I didn't give a shit. Like if you just sat there, and was like. Can I have a water? I'd be like, yeah, here's a water. Oh, it's they 100 were like... degrees outside. But if it was like somebody would, like you'd get people come in and they'd be like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like they just walk over, to, they just like walk over to people's tables and just like start talking to them and stuff. I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, yeah. So it's just this thing where it's like, yeah, if it's like, if, if, if you're making a disturbance, they ever t- tell a story about Joaquin, uh, this guy uh, came into the second floor of the tavern when he, where he was a uh, bartending and uh, he was like, he shit his pants and then confessed to a murder. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then he called the cops. It took him like two hours to get there. <laughs> Just him and his guy. Yeah, you told me that it took two hours to get there. And yeah. also, like, and he he called himself into a, for a murder. But what if he just like tried to turn himself in for shitting his pants? Yeah, and also, <laughs> I've, the cops. I've, I've shit my pants. He's like, I've committed a crime. <laughs> a crime against society. <laughs> the crime of shitting. A crime against my pants. A shit crime. Um, well, speaking of crimes against pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here on episode 97, we're getting close to, to 100 episodes here. Yikes. Um, can you guess what we're going to talk about today? Um, <laughs> let me think. The Quakers. No. <laughs> no, that would be so boring. <laughs> it would just be like, um, Nixon was one. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're we're talking about the Epicureans. No, we already talked about them. Damn it, bitch. All right. We are talking about it's your least favorite subject. If aliens <laughs> built the pyramids, and if so, what's your problem? When are you coming to take them back? Um, I think it was a You're gift. You're going to leave this here. Frankly, it's a gift, and that's rude to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking about the philosophy of science today, bitch. Oh no. <laughs> Science yeah. and philosophy. Yeah, dude. This is the worst. This <laughs> was such a good Both. day off. <laughs> Do you know what happens? Okay, Saturday night, I'm done with my, you know, a 22 hour work week, yeah, and I'm exhausted. Your shitheadism. I I, I I drive. I, I, what? Your shitheadism. Yeah, shitheadism. <laughs> I um uh, I drive home. Okay, it's uh Sixth Street. It's downtown Austin. It's insanity. I just drive home in the darkness yeah. and the death, and I get home. And I feel like a weight's been lifted from my shoulders, you know? Okay. Lie down, watch TV. I don't get high, but I get high as fuck. <laughs> I wake up the next day, big old smile on my face. Wow, it's my day off. Yeah. Boy, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> and then my friend Ben's coming over. Yeah, we're going to chat. That's going to be fun. <laughs> we're going to riff. We're going to riff, and then it's going to be Riff City, and then it's going to be fucking science. <laughs> You know how I feel about science. Okay, I wanna I wanted to get into this topic because you mentioned to get this, rid of it. Get rid of it. You've mentioned it so many times, and I want to know what your animosity to science is. It sucks, and people try but, to act like it doesn't. Okay, why does it suck? It's just boring. 
Okay, well, why is it boring? What's boring about it? It's like, oh, the mighty chondria or whatever, and you're like, oh, great. Okay, hey, you know here's there's some eucalyptus. All right. <laughs> there's other parts of science, too, though, right? Hey, here's a beaker. Uh, why don't you not do anything interesting with it? <laughs> all right, I won't. I won't. Don't worry. You well, don't worry about that. The things that you find in a fucking chemistry lab, which is, such, first of all, such a limited and stereotypical view of what like science does. I'm a jock. <laughs> I don't know. You're not. <laughs> I'm a jock of knowledge. No, you're a you're a burnout. Burnout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I meant wow. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're bit. all burnouts. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, that's the one click that we all die in. It's, it's the burnouts. Yeah, we're all such scum. Everyone, everyone I know is scum. <laughs> yeah, but even the jocks and the nerds eventually just get tired. <laughs> and yeah. You're just a burnout. Uh, <laughs> a burnout. I haven't heard that word in so long. Yeah. I kind of well, because I identify as a burnout as well. I'm a yeah. burnout and a dilettante. A, uh, whoa. Yeah, that, which basically just means I know a little bit about everything, but yeah. I know a lot about nothing. <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah. People say that you never stop learning, and I think we've proven them wrong. Well, today you're going to learn about science. All right. All right. I'm going to teach you all of science. Um, no, not really. Actually, we're going to talk about. Um, so here's the thing. I don't know if you'll like this or not because it sort of undermines the conception of science as it's been known for like all time before the 20th century what um okay so have you heard of the term paradigm shift yeah okay what does that mean paradigm shift is when things change drastically yeah okay for instance there was a podcast world before we started this podcast true and now there's a podcast world afterward baby yeah and we fundamentally altered just the the whole architecture just by being of, ourselves of yeah of the yeah just by being just ourselves by being you and me we, we alter the fundamental reality of, of how you consume content through your ears yeah <laughs> um well yeah that's what i like to think of it as uh but yeah that's that's fairly close so do you know the well, I don't know why I'm asking. Obviously, you don't know this. <laughs> the, the, the term paradigm shift comes from this guy, uh, yeah. this uh, philosopher, mm-hmm. um, who wrote a book called "The Structure of Scientific Revolutions." Sure. And uh, he introduced it as this, basically, this idea of uh, science doesn't like progress, like you know, or, in an orderly way. Like we don't go from like just accumulating facts and data and like building theories and stuff, and then ultimately get to the truth what he basically says is that science doesn't really do that science is kind of <laughs> in a in an ultimate sense it's actually pretty arbitrary what? see <laughs> this is what annoys me about science sometimes so, um is that people always say like you know science is a truth but then they're always changing it yeah so that's exactly what this guy is talking about son of a bee so this guy actually kind of agrees with you nice because he okay. actually goes okay this is kind of bullshit that like you know, hey, so what's healthy this week? Like, are we yeah. supposed to cut back on sugar? Are we supposed to cut back on salt? What about eggs? We've never gotten a straight answer about eggs. Yeah, eggs are good and bad, always. I'm Co- a pa- Dude, that's why I'm a pagan. Yeah. Also, everything gives you cancer. Yeah. Like, everything eventually gives you cancer. So, like, why live at all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know why any of us live. We just, it's just a habit that no matter how badly you want to break it... <laughs> You can't, you know. <laughs> um, hey, I think I'll call in sick forever. God, that's bleak. Thinking of life as just a ha- habit. Yeah. <laughs> why Why are you still alive? Like, why do you continue day to day? It's just a habit. I'm just I wake used up, to it. I go to sleep at night, and I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just used to it. It's just something I know. <laughs> it's kind of a, a thing I do, I guess. Um, 
It's all I've ever known. Okay, so the concept of a paradigm shift, it's been it's kind of leaked into uh, a lot of other like um, you know, fields and disciplines. Like, you know, people talk about it in literature, people talk about it in just, you know, whatever. Music? Uh, music, sure. Like with Bob Dylan. Would he would he be considered a paradigm shift, do you think? Oh, of course. Going from uh, folk to uh, ele- uh, to electric when he plugged in, and he said, "Play fucking loud." Well, yeah, okay, but that's they all yelled in... Judas at him. You believe that? Yeah, I remember. I saw that video. Hey, you better <laughs> stop screaming at me, baby. I'm Bob Dylan. I just know he goes. He he, he said like uh, to his um, guitarist or whoever. He was like, "Play fucking louder." Or that's something why like I just that. said that. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. just said that. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. I was I was caught up in your impeccable Bob Dylan impression. I it's was like, pretty good, right? How does this sound exactly like Bob Dylan? Yeah. Um, okay, but wait, but Bob Dylan didn't really change. Do you think he changed music, or did he change just his own performance? Um. Well, I don't know because he's well. It's hard. Well, I guess probably he did. Like, there's so many people who sing like Bob Dylan. Like fucking mm. Tom Petty and all those those bastards. Yeah, but like I th- Tom Petty, dead, the ba- dead bastard Tom Petty, Tom Petty and the dead bastards. Uh, <laughs> where it's like, uh, well, no, because people, well, yeah, because his rock music made him more popular than his folk music, I think, uh-huh. and so that brought him to a wider audience, which made them start to sing like him. A boom. <laughs> okay, um, Lou Reed sounds like Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does sound like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's son sounds like Bob Dylan. Okay, so... I sound like Bob Dylan when I do my impression. No, you don't. You don't sound like him hey, at all. Hey, man, I'm taking over the podcast, baby. You know who you sound like? You sound like Chet Lightning. <laughs> that's who you sound like. Oh, no. Yeah. That's who you sound like when you do that. Interesting. <laughs> you do a fictional character. Mr. Tambourine Man. Play a song <laughs> for me, baby. Okay. So hey, real, daddy-o. Real quick. Your you're, uh, opposition to science... <laughs> Which is crazy. You just you just hate science. Do you think it shouldn't be practiced at all? No. Look, I think if obviously Do you we, think it has a point? Yeah, <laughs> obviously we need science. I'm not saying it's a, a thing we don't need. I just hate it. I hated learning it in school. I hated learning science. I never got a single thing out of it. I couldn't tell you anything. I couldn't tell you anything about science. Hey, what's a That's uh, not true. What's you know Hey, what's chlorophyll? Fuck you. <laughs> okay. I hate that's science. one thing. But what about gravity? You know, what gravity is. sucked too so bad. Math and science, I think, are two of the worst things that have happened to me ever. Uh, that have happened to you. So you're just being selfish. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> you're, being, you're you're refusing to accept a, any kind of perspective that's wider than yourself. Well, I'm saying how it relates to me because you have some sort of personal vendetta. I can only I can only science. speak for myself, Betty. You know, so I'm saying. Uh, so they they, they kind of blow, uh, and then <laughs> they kind of blow. Yeah. Okay. So history was is pretty cool. Uh, I liked English a lot. Uh, let's see what else. Basic skills was a pretty fun class. Really, that one's a fun one. Did it challenge you, <laughs> dude? No, no, not at all. It ruled. It was basic skills. Was, Wait, was, the was best the class called basic skills? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, is it like home ec or something? No, basic or... skills is for uh, the the learn the, the learning disabled. Okay. As I am a, a learning disabled. Not I'm, anymore, I'm a, bitch. I'm a disabled. Yeah, without well, anymore. <laughs> not when I'm through with you. Yeah, I used to be a, a disabled American, but now I'm <laughs> I am a uh, able-bodied. Is that the 
I guess. I guess. I don't think there's any such thing as an able-bodied American. We're all disabled Americans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not disabled, but I'm not able-bodied. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, um, fucking... Because like, that would mean, if you're... I don't know. Everybody has a problem. Sure. So there cannot be, like... I don't even think there's one person who's, like, perfect. <laughs> you no. know? Well, there's Who, like, one. Who, has no problems. Well... I was going to say there is one. Well, he did have a big problem. <laughs> I know you're talking about immediately. Yeah. <laughs> As a Catholic the podcast. Golgotha thing was yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> upsetting. That's a big problem. Um, but anyway, my point, Ben, is that uh, basic skills was basically for the, the, the learning disabled. Yeah. And so you'd sit there and you'd have like an hour and a half, like every other day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, every other day. And you would just do your homework and fuck off and play Uno and just talk to people like huh? it it rules sometimes it was complete pandemonium oh, yeah how does that help people who are who I don't get it from like an educational point of view how did how does that how is that supposed to help you so basically what like, it was <laughs> there was a wide range of of kids there okay <laughs> you just have a period of just of just pure like contained anarchy well sometimes <laughs> and i don't like yeah, there, there could be for sure pandemonium, but usually that's because we were playing some kind of game. Okay. We played a lot of games, uh, and so we would kind of like... Like CeeLo? I played CeeLo last night. No, we didn't play CeeLo. We I played like CeeLo. Uno and stuff like that. Yeah, I know you love CeeLo. You're an addict. So <laughs> basically, um, so what we did, so there was a wide range of, uh, uh, of, of kids there. So mm-hmm. there would be someone like uh, myself and Will Baynard, yeah. uh, who I would consider pretty highly functioning, learning, dis- <laughs> you know, highly functioning, learning disabled. I mean, he he came a long way. He's a lawyer now. <laughs> went from yeah. no basic skills to being a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And he, he and he went to the special school for uh, half the school. Okay, so oh, the one that he never went to, right? Cedar Lane. He just <laughs> okay. So Cedar Lane was this like school in in um is that in Vienna? I think in in Northern Virginia uh-huh. where uh it's it's for like. You know the, the the special kids, the fire starters and the, the fire starters, the fire starters and the pyros, the pregnant at fifteens and stuff like that. Whoa. There were there there are some of those. Okay. Um. So anyway, the point is that um, the kids who fucked up early, the kids who fucked up early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Will did his fair share of fucking up. So Will right. would like was was supposed to go to like Langley uh, High School for like half the day and Cedar and like then his then special school for half the day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he just wouldn't go to either and no one cared like because his thing was just that like at his school there were like some people who like had some very severe um with behavioral issues. behavioral issues yeah. so it's like and he didn't really have that so and he did the work and stuff and like he got along with the teachers so they were just like well eh, was cool wait what was his problem then he was just he just drank a lot well <laughs> like... he was just a fuck up okay yeah he was a burnout fuck up piece of shit garbage boy <laughs> Uh, who should be left? Should have been left for dead in the forest decades ago. Uh, That's what they would have done <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so the point is, so yes, yeah. Somebody just didn't go to that. Didn't go to special school half the time. He just skipped it. No one cared. It was special school. But the point is that. Um. So at everybody's class, there are people like me and Willie mm-hmm. who were like, you know, we were we had learning disabilities, but we weren't like. We didn't have behavioral problems yeah, yeah. Or, or anything like that, or you know, anything. You probably just had that. like ADHD or something. Yeah, we didn't have yeah. anything beyond that. Uh, and then there were some people who were like, uh, like weirdo kids, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, I never really got what their deal was. Yeah. And then there were like this, like autistic and severely autistic, and so okay, we yeah. would like all, but like just rub shoulders together. <laughs> it's like Gen Pop at a prison. Like, 
<laughs> those are all very yeah, different. It's a, it's a prison of our brains, <laughs> <Yeah>. our destroyed <laughs> brains. But those are all very different, like problems. Yeah. With very different needs. Yep. <laughs> like you don't put pyromaniacs with like a severely autistic shy kid who's like, I just want to talk about like how the alphabet has colors and you know like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that'd be a kid named Casey. Was that he didn't yeah. talk a lot. He talked a little bit, but he didn't talk a lot. And then uh, at the end of the year, when we're signing yearbooks, um, I had mentioned that my birthday was coming up, uh-huh. and he and he wrote that I should uh, do something fun for my birthday, like watch a movie. And I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Casey was a nice was a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and then there was this kid, uh, Mikey, and Mikey was a problem, dude. <laughs> like Mikey was. What did he do? He was just. He 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 had severe behavioral problems too where yeah. he would like act out in class and <laughs> kids picked on him and stuff like that because uh, he was like pretty autistic and like he was just like this kind of angry kid yeah um and uh me and will got along with him we were buds with him i guess but like we did he, like set shit on fire though or, or not really i don't know he was just there was this kid named <laughs> well no i can't fucking say his name okay well his first name was anthony his last name oh yeah, his his last name is the most Italian name <laughs> in the world. Figured about your boob. Close. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I'm not gonna say his full name though, but uh, sure. he kept trying to take his pants off in class like all the time. This is an all boys school too. How old was he? <laughs> he was like 14, 15. <laughs> you just take it. He would like keep well, like, adjusting oh, his he, pants. Was He'd, he like, autistic? Unzip. No. Well, maybe. Who knows? But we didn't know. He was undiagnosed because there's no such thing as autism and Catholicism. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, like, no, his parents were just like, no, we're not going to send him to, like, you know, a doctor. We're just going to send him to this Catholic school. (laughs) Yeah, because that's where you want to go when your children are taking their clothing off. Yeah, that's that's how he gets fixed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, also, I don't know. I think there's they probably know a lot more. I mean, this was like 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure now they'd be like, your son is clearly like. Well, I don't think he was autistic. I think he was just a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. But until they find, like, you know, a diagnosis for that. Uh, speaking of which. Like, how do you find diagnoses of different like illnesses and stuff? It's because like science is always advancing. Right. Yeah. Bringing it back, baby. Hmm. <laughs> um, back from basic skills. Yeah. Well, so take something. Take like an iffier fucking uh, science, like psychology, you know. What? I just remembered that one time in basic skills. So I just did homework, and then the teachers would sometimes work with the other students on some stuff. And uh, so one time we were having a, a discussion, a, a class discussion. Yeah. We have these every once in a while. <laughs> debate. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, kind of a debate. I guess the teacher would try to get like get us to debate, but we would just like sit there and listen because we were just like whatever. That seems like pouring gasoline on a fire. Yeah, Miss Steimart. <laughs> She was a cool, she ruled. But yeah. anyway, um, one time we were having a discussion and this uh, this this woman uh, uh, whose hair went white <laughs> in high school at the end of high school, completely white. Because of you guys? No, I don't think so. I oh, think okay. She just I don't really know. I don't I have no idea. But I went to the same church. Okay. But anyway, so she was going. <laughs> we we're talking about something. It's like, what's something that makes you angry? And she was like, it makes me really angry. When people use the word gay in a mean manner and mm-hmm. like in a negative way. And I said, yeah, you're right. That's so gay when people do that. And everyone just <laughs> laughed. 
Even the teachers. We all just laughed at her. <laughs> Wait, there were other teachers there? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's several teachers. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense now. So there's like more <laughs> there's yeah. like more guards during <laughs> during like recreation time, I you guess. You get away <laughs> with those jokes in 2002. Uh, yeah. We all just laughed. God. Um, so shout anyway. Out, shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen? Yeah, that was her name. Okay. Well, nice. Well, thank you, Jen, for listening. I'm assuming you are. She doesn't. Um, <laughs> There's, if she did, it'd be so funny to me. I mean, we haven't be... spoken. We didn't even speak to each other a lot when we were in the same class, let alone 20 years later. <laughs> and she's married to some dude, and I'm fucking God, here with been... a cat and two roommates and a fucking... Yeah, and a podcast that's going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and a job that I work 17 hours a week at. I can't believe you only work 17 hours a week. Yeah. Okay, so science. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> let's get back to this. Oh man. Okay. Um, I was trying to see. I'm trying to milliliters. Okay, fucking stick and carrot here, man. I'm trying to give you a little bit of time where you can reminisce about basic skills. <laughs> man, it's like, man, remember back when that was all you it had to know? Ruled. Okay. Okay, fine. But <laughs> when they say, is it was it literally called basic skills? I think so. And what does that mean? Like they would well teach maybe you basic they skills. It, they might have given it like a. More sanitized name, I guess. Basic skills sounds so condescending. But basic skills <laughs> was a class. I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they call it something else. But I kind of don't think so. But was it okay? So I'm assuming basic skills. They're they're not talking about like breathing. Oh no! <laughs> or like how to yeah. wipe yourself. You know? <laughs> no, it's not like, like that. <laughs> that would have ruled though. But it, it's like probably like remedial, like whatever. It's and, for kids uh, who had AD, ADD and learning disabilities and were like moderately sh- autistic. Working shit, working out shit like time management and like yeah, not <laughs> not setting things on fire. Uh, but um, okay, so I'm giving you a little bit of time to, <laughs> to reminisce about that. So tight because <laughs> we played so much Uno. I, okay. I would be so bored in that class, though. I mean, like, wouldn't you want to know about anything else? Well, no, like because I would, because what I would do is I would get all my homework done, and then I would have like I didn't have, I didn't do any homework at home for like the last two years of high school. I just knocked it out in fucking basic skills. Oh, that kind so of. <laughs> uh, I would uh, I would do my homework, and then if we had some sort of dumb game, I'd play a dumb game, uh-huh. and then we play Uno. And then me and Willie B would talk shit, and then the next year after Willie B graduated, same thing except minus the Willie B. So I would just talk to people, and we'd hang out and. Okay. Calls ruckus. I'd eat uh, uh, what do you call them? Hot pockets. They'll, they'll <laughs> let me use the the microwave in the teachers' lounge. I was a pretty cool kid. So you got you got to go to the green room. Basically. Yeah. So I was I was in, yeah yeah I was yeah yeah I guess so. I guess it's a very good way to put it. Basic skills fucking ruled. Um. Okay. Just well, me and Mikey just fucking man. He he loved rap music, but would like sometimes. Okay. Never mind. What. He would okay, fine. I'm gonna assume there is a very funny story, but I it's save it for the Patreon. (laughs) Okay, yeah, maybe. Okay, so, um, what was the last science class you you ever took? Do you remember what it was? Oh, dude, not at all. Probably life science or some bullshit. Okay, so what this guy was basically trying to do? I can't believe I took science classes. I can't believe I passed them. Well, yeah, right. I mean, like, you you must have picked up something, right? I, I guess I did. Like, what do you what do you think is the point of science? The point of science is to further the knowledge of mankind to help each other. <laughs> it sounds like you're reading off something. <laughs> okay, does that resonate with you at all? Like, do you give what? a shit about that? I well, no. That's why there's other people that do it. 
Okay, so you wouldn't be. What if there was no one the else to do it? Scientists aren't, 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 you know, they're not sitting around uh, writing witty jokes like I do <laughs> because they know there's people to do that. Yeah, but they still enjoy the witty jokes. Well, that's on them. Okay, fine. So you're going to say that you do, you don't give a shit about any of the findings of science. I like documentaries about nature. Okay, fine. So you like documentaries about nature. The rainforest. Yeah. Forest what, in general. Trees in general. What do you like about them? I I love trees. I think about trees sometimes and I'm just amazed. I can't believe that they're Okay, good. Okay. So we have a foothold here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, stay with me. What do you like about trees? Because like, they're why like it, why, be try to articulate, be more specific. What I like about them is that they're everywhere, uh, all over the fucking earth, uh -huh. and they've been there for so long, and as long as there's life on this planet, they'll be there. Uh huh. Plus, I just wonder what they do at night. <laughs> okay. So you wonder when what I look, they do. Because sometimes I, I like to, you know, I have an active imagination. Sure. Most creative people do. Uh -huh. uh, so I go outside at night and I look at, there's a very scary tree in our parking lot, mm -hmm. uh, here outside of Cuck Nation Studios in beautiful <laughs> East Austin, Texas, yeah. United States of America, 78722. Uh, there's a very scary tree out front and, uh, at night sometimes I get high and I look at it. Okay. So, and you, you find it, what, enchanting, I guess. Dude, right? have you seen, you know that tree? <laughs> yeah, I do. But what about it do you like about it? It's just cool. It's just a strange, silent thing that's technically alive. We can't talk to it. You can't talk to it. But What's you... tree culture? Does it exist? How do they talk to each other? Do they talk to each other? What's the point? Do they um, have feelings? Are they upset at us? Are they lonely? <laughs> are they upset do, do they, uh, Because, I mean, you know, it's like they see us kill other trees, even if they don't. Do they know that we're killing other trees? What do they do? If we chop off a tree's uh, branch, is it like, what the fuck? Like, is yeah. it, does it, does it hurt? I mean, because it's a, it's, Kind of like a limb. If I lost a limb, I'd be upset. Yeah. Okay. So all these questions that you're asking are the foundations of science. Yeah. Okay. And so you wonder about these things, and wouldn't you want to pursue the answer to them? To, to the, the the tree questions. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't know how to do that. Okay. Right. So you wouldn't know how to do that. I'd ask a tree scientist. Fine. You'd ask a tree scientist. Okay. But so th that's why there are scientists. It's people who wonder the same questions that you're wondering, and try to answer them. Right about things that they observe in the universe, like in the world. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah, the point is is answering these questions of, like, you know, what, uh, you know, what, do, do, <laughs> do trees talk to each other? Um, do, uh, does a branch grow back? Does it hurt when you cut off a tree's branch? Like, things like that, right? You start uh, formulating... What it's a stump? Like, how much of it do you have to get rid of for it to be fully dead? Because there's roots. Uh, you could cut it down to a stump... Is it still alive? If so, uh, why and how? And is it okay, different yeah. from when it was a full-size tree? So why? So okay. So how would you go about finding out that question? I, I'd probably go to Wikipedia. Okay, right. But let's say Wikipedia didn't have that answer. No, don't actually go to Wikipedia. Don't actually go to Wikipedia. Oh, don't? <laughs> okay, what would you do? Let's say that no one knew the answer. What would you do to to figure that out? I think I'd go on the internet and ask, and I would, I would. Be like, hey guys, I just noticed something about trees. Yeah, no one seems to have this answer. I think we should find out, or someone else should, because I don't know how to do that. I'm not a scientist. Okay, I'm saying I know you're not a scientist, but I'm saying how you're, would you you're try? You're a race scientist. I am a race scientist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're I'm... scientists of race. That's why you're so uh, defensive about science. Because well, yeah. Oh, this backs up, you know, my shitty racist views. <laughs> you're like, oh you're... wait, 
Did you're, I like, you? you're like, oh, they have an extra muscle in their calf. That's why. I'm not Jimmy they, the Greek, they all right? <laughs> well, the Jimmy, the, that, that, that thing is just so awkward. Okay. So, sorry. So, let's yeah, pull back. You took a big black. It's like, ah, oh, Jimmy. Jesus. Okay. Let's uh, let's pull it back. Let's pull back the scope a bit. Sure. All right? So, it's not just finding out, like, you know, whether a tree stump will grow again or, uh, you know, whether they not can talk to that. each other. Whether or not a tree stump is still alive. And if so, oh. how alive is it? Is it preferable to be like this? I mean, probably not because you want to grow high if you're a tree. Uh, are you sad? Yeah, but are you done growing? What about your children? Do you ever think about your fucking kids? <laughs> do, do trees have kids? Well, yeah, I think. Some of them. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, before, like, I don't know. Sapling. 7,000 years ago, we didn't know any of that shit. Now we know a lot more of that shit. We okay. do know a lot about trees. Okay. I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give that to scientists. But it's not just trees we know a lot about. We also, now we know a lot about really specific shit like matter uh, and like the, how, how certain things react with one another, right? Like the fact that uh, when you expose magnesium to oxygen, it just fucking explodes, right? That's pretty fucking tight and you can make bombs out of it. <laughs> you, we can, uh, we know what an atom is now. Like an atom is a fucking indivisible thing. Yeah. And then when you cut it in half, which is really fucking hard to do, it it gets really mad and it explodes. Yeah. It explodes all over Japan. Well, it's weird because <laughs> the Manhattan Project, they were like, we don't know what's going to happen if we slice this in half. And then when they saw it happen, they were like, holy shit. Well, OK, so that's really interesting that you bring that up. It's not that they didn't know that they, they didn't know that was going to happen. They just hadn't seen it before. Yeah. No one had replicated it. Okay, so they were trying to be like they had theories, right? That were like we think this is what's going to happen. You have theories too. I have theories. I have race theories. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're but... a race scientist. <laughs> okay, I'm not really a race scientist. You, well, I huh? have to say it just in case. What, what, what do you mean? Um. Oh, by the way, someone uh, tweeted at us and uh, said something about how we. Uh, they're like, we're really disappointed that you haven't made a Sandy Hook joke, uh, because we we feel like you guys should. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, so I responded with, uh-oh, shots fired. Or were they? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, Sandy Hook. Yeah. Poor Sandy Hook. Yeah. What <laughs> a fucking tragedy. What a deep cut. <laughs> what? A, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's the thing. It is a deep cut. There's been so many. I don't know why they brought that up because we not we had never mentioned Sandy Hook on this podcast ever. Yeah. I don't think we even talk about like guns. No. What's a gun? No, we talk about guns. We Real? talk about um Willie B's dad showing us guns all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was when we were, you know, 18. Yeah. There was so much wrong with that evening. <laughs> that evening. It was all one evening. It was one evening of regret and guns. Okay. So this guy Thomas Kuhn, all right? Yeah. That's his name. Uh he was born in 1922, died in 1996. He was this guy who kind of contradicted this theory of like uh science progresses by just gathering data and like uh recalibrating your theory about shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of saying like, uh, you know, Newton figured out that there was gravity and that uh, like, you know, uh, big masses are attracted to each other. And, um, you know, <laughs> uh, that's how like time and space worked. And then yeah. Einstein comes along and he doesn't advance on that theory. He Excuse me. It's yeah, me, Einstein. He, he completely like overturns it. Um, you're wrong. Um, actually, uh, it, 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 if you put a big bowling ball in the middle of a mattress, and then shit comes and, and, and rolls towards it. <laughs> They're like, what? You ever, have, you, have you heard, uh, 
Albert Einstein speak? No. See, here's the deal. (laughs) I was just thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever heard him. I've never heard his voice, but I feel like I like he's so famous that I feel like I should have. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He, I think he sounds very grandfatherly. I mean, also, have you ever listened? You hate science, so why would you ever listen to anything that Einstein said? Well, because he he had some interesting thoughts. I mean, he fucked his cousin and all that stuff. <laughs> he had a very passionate sex life, apparently. Like, yeah. he found all these, like, letters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... The grossest thing I've heard <laughs> in my life. But my point is that... Which is really funny because, I, because Newton was a virgin. So it's like, okay... So let me try to relate this to this concept. So this guy, Thomas Kuhn, he he introduces this idea of a paradigm shift, which basically says that uh, science doesn't advance as this like uh, constant march towards truth where you just gain more and more and more knowledge until ultimately you just like learn everything. Sure. Uh, he says that basically what happens is there's uh, when the science develops like physics there's like these problems that you have to work out about I it. Thought you were to say when science develops physically. <laughs> what, like, what are you talking of, about? It kind of develops physically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it matures in its heavenly bodies, right? There's, it's, it gets more spherical. <laughs> there's more curves. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, We've talked about this. We both prefer a full-figured Earth. Yeah, that's right. A round Earth. I don't like no yeah. flat-ass Earth. No, no, man. <laughs> a little junk in the trunk. Um, okay, so with Newton, he's basically saying. Uh, that's hello newton yeah oh like oh hello newton basically from newton onward it was basically like the main picture the big picture was already settled like oh okay the um the earth uh revolves around the sun and uh it stays in its orbit because of this thing called gravity and we're like we don't really know what gravity is but like it at least explains like how everything uh moves in the universe and that's fine with us okay and then they start noticing scientists just have to like kind of put together the rest of like the picture and just be like well you know how does venus move or you know how does jupiter's mass cause like you know uh its orbit to go around the sun all this shit whatever you remember uranus yeah and then also Ura- uranus but why do they do that what's why do they the name deal that? <laughs> it's named after a greek god see i think i don't know the people who named it didn't speak english <laughs> i don't know if we then they should get out of this fucking country ben you and i both agree <laughs> on that um listen the same thing i, I don't know if we've talked about this before that it, I just find it mind blowing uh, that there's an astrological sign that's called cancer. That's my, that's me. I'm cancerous, yeah. and it runs my family. I don't. <laughs> I mean, why do what why being is born on that, that date or actual cancer? What being born on in that zodiac oh, or no, actual the, cancer? Uh, the, the 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 life ending disease. The actual the actual or the emperor of maladies. This yes, one I called the, it. The wall of death that comes for us all. <laughs> yeah. In the Dean family, um, just dropping like flies. Okay. So basically, listen. So why is it called that? Cancer. I don't know. I think it has something to do with it. it it's it's etymology. Do you want me to look it up right now? No, I, I can just look it up. <laughs> but I just it just is kind of weird to me. Well, it's also the the symbol is a crab. Which, yeah. which makes kind of sense because I don't know why, but I, I do identify crabs with cancer. <laughs> just, they just look cancerous. I don't know. They do look, yeah, they do look like a mistake, <laughs> don't they? Most sea life just looks like this shouldn't, be, this shouldn't be here. Right, okay. Get, hey, you, get out. Okay, so. Get out of the ocean. <laughs> get out of this You're country. You're freaking everyone out. Um. So look, uh. Well, science also fucking can describe why things are shaped like that. That's yeah. another thing, all right? It's called evolution, bitch. What? Look it up. 
Um, I will. I no, you won't. <laughs> I know you won't. You don't uh, know. Okay. So Thomas Kuhn basically talks about how there, there's these periods where, like, you set up the the theory or the model of like the big picture of how everything looks like, and then the rest of the work is just kind of solving these minor puzzles just to confirm everything, right? Uh, and then eventually you'll start picking up on these other observations. These are the things called anomalies. Like you'll notice like, oh, like, oh, that's weird. Like light is bending in this strange way. They're like, oh, I don't know why that planet seems to be moving backwards all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, why is that happening? Yeah. What's up with that? How do we, uh, how do we, how do we solve that? that? Yeah. And so they'll I'm asking you, well, I don't know. That's the problem. And sometimes, sometimes scientists don't know. They'll, they'll try to like solve those problems based on like the big picture model that they have already. Right. And they figure they'll, they'll find out that they can't do it. They can't explain these anomalies. Uh, but for a while they'll be like, no, nah, it's okay. We'll figure it out later. Maybe we just don't have enough data or something, or we don't have enough observation. Um, and then as time goes on, they still can't solve them. And they're like, this is getting really, really hard to solve. I don't know why we can't explain this one thing that we're noticing. Right. We don't understand why these trees keep screaming when we cut a branch off. Man, can you imagine yeah. if one day the trees started screaming? This it, it, We would live on a haunted planet. <laughs> but like only every once in a while. Oh, well, then we will. I don't know. Then I don't think it would make much what would of a you difference. Do with every. Oh, never mind. I'm going to save this. What? Nothing. I'm going to save it for Lanolax. I was going to say, what would you do if every morning when you woke up, there was a tree in your front yard and every morning it was just like a little bit closer? <laughs> like, what would you honestly do? Um, I would I would put up a camera in my um, like on my like uh, doorstep or whatever. Yeah. And I'd like track it. I'd like and then I play the video fast forward and see what it did. All right. So the you come up the next day, the camera's smashed and there's blood all over it. OK. What do you do? Um, I would probably try one more time with a camera, but I'd put it in a very secret place yeah. and also put it in like an impregnable box, like a lead box. You come out the next day and that lead box has, is pregnant, dude. Like it has been destroyed. Uh, pregnant. Impregnable. Not even a little <laughs> okay, bit, dude. Okay. <laughs> it's destroyed. And now there's even more blood on it. And what's, what's up with the tree? I would go and I would go and it's like the directly tree. in front of your door at this point. Is it covered in blood? Yeah. Okay, so then I would I would assume that the tree is covered in blood. And then a face appears on the tree and it smiles at you, and then it uh, eats you and you die. Okay, so I would move <laughs> as soon as I can. Um, but okay, so you notice this is one thing that doesn't can't be explained. So a tree that keeps moving and is also like violently attacking human beings is. <laughs> Is an anomaly from what we've known about call that trees anomaly, so far. Yeah. Okay. And so we're trying to explain it in every way we can. Let's say like, oh, maybe it's just like a new species of a Venus flytrap and it's gained intelligence or something. Like that makes sense. Sort of. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, still, we would assume maybe that the tree doesn't like have consciousness. Okay. It's just maybe it's just like doing this thing mechanically or, or it's just this is its behavior. This new species of tree. Um, tree she's yeah tree she's <laughs> um but you know let's say somehow we notice that the, its behavior is like way weirder than we've ever seen any sort of tree it's not explainable at all maybe it grows legs and it can run oh so it's a no tree that can run <laughs> that's a horrifying thought right see that's a, that's another thing i like about trees is that they can be pleasant but also sinister sure okay yeah well this is all sinister this yeah. is not a pleasant tree doesn't seem pleasant this is the all. opposite of the giving tree 
This is a taking tree. <laughs> a tree who takes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just wearing like a like a what is it one of those robbers masks <laughs> with a he's got a gun and a bag of money. <laughs> oh. <man. laughs> with a dollar sign on it. Right. Okay. But what does this do to the science of of trees? What does it do to it? Yeah. I don't know. It fucks it up pretty sure. badly, right? I, because I, I, it doesn't yeah. look like any other tree. It doesn't act like any other tree. No. Okay. It's running. Yeah. So the theory of how trees work, right, doesn't apply anymore. It can't explain this thing. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's when Kuhn talks about a paradigm shift has to happen. You see these anomalies that build up and they're so troubling, like trees running around robbing banks. <laughs> It's like it's it completely overturns like our previous theory of like botany, right? And like uh and and I don't know what the what the science of trees is called. Dendrology, I think it's called. Um Why on <laughs> earth do you know that? Because I took Greek in high school, bitch. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> you're gonna look it up. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Tell me if, if it I'm turns right. out that it's right. <laughs> Tell me if I'm right. Um Dendrology. I might throw a book at you. <laughs> Spell it please. D E N D-R-O-L-O-G-Y. Dendrology. Noun. The scientific... <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> You're like shaking your head. What a... But like learning Greek, it's like this is these are the benefits. You know what the science of trees is like. Like who the who cares? Well, it's a side benefit. It's a perk. <laughs> not much of a perk at all. Well, yeah, it is. I got that really impressive thing here on the podcast now. I guess so. I stunned you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so dendrology is completely overturned as a science. Good it can't Lord. explain shit now because it can't account for this incredibly strange thing that's happening with this one tree who's running amok, like is in a siege with the cops right now. Like, has just taken hostages. Like, trees don't take hostages. Okay? Dendrology. There's no fucking theory in dendrology that says trees take hostages. No. Okay, but this tree is taken a hostage. Can you imagine <laughs> turning in a paper about trees, and it's like, the first page is kind of normal, and then it's just like, it starts talking about, like, <laughs> how trees, like, steal, like, wives and stuff like that. And yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, <laughs> like predatory adulterers. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what happens is what has to happen, basically. What happens? So we have to reformulate the entire theory. Hey, what happened? What happened? <laughs> um. You have to like go back to square one and be like, all right. So apparently, uh, there's these like things that we have been calling trees. Ninety-nine point nine percent of them have been, you know, <laughs> fairly. Um, what's it called? Stationary, let's say. Yeah, they're pretty predictable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's this one guy who's taken a hostage and has been robbing banks all over the southeastern United States. And uh, like you can track it. The FBI is like following him. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and so they're like, well, OK, so this means that dendrology as a science has to completely change to incorporate this. So that's a, a paradigm shift. Right. This is what this guy is talking about. It's when you notice these anomalies that like they don't contradict the original theory but the original theory can't explain it okay yeah so it's sort of like maybe paranormal activity uh like any sort of like ghosts whenever you feel cold in a room or whatever so Ooh. yeah like in ghost hunters or, or, or shit like that Did you hear that yeah i heard it i, I saw you i heard you 
you, if, if you, you, if said you keep it, your voice down, you can actually heal you the said it into the microphone of the ghost that haunts Cuck Nation Studios. Listen. Ooh. I'm literally looking at you making the noise No, my right lips now. aren't moving. Ooh, ben. <laughs> you're vocalizing. You don't need your lips to move Ooh, to vocalize. Ben, you're such a prick. Look, I know I'm a prick, but <laughs> that doesn't make me wrong. Haughty asshole. Boo. Okay, let's talk about ghosts for a second. Oh, this fuck is, yes. This is pertinent. Okay, so... Oh, it's pertinent. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, probably not. Wait, why not? Um, It's just never been something that I... Uh, I've ever experienced. I just, I, I don't know. I would say if I met a ghost, I wouldn't be that surprised. But okay. <laughs> I've never met one. Okay. Now, that's fine. If you, let's say you meet a ghost. <laughs> you, you, met, you meet the ghost of Bob Dylan, right? Who's still alive. But, but I'm not dead but yet, I'm not dead yet. Um, But the ghost, let's say. God, it's, it's just Chet Lightning. Yeah, it yeah. is just Chet Lightning. <laughs> not good. So Bob Dylan dies tomorrow. And his ghost comes back, and what he's like, him? Uh, your shitty fucking impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, stop doing that impression to me. Yeah. That's a way better Bob Dylan. And then I did it, and he, just, and he died of embarrassment? or No, well, shame? he died from embarrassment like way earlier. Now he's visiting you as a ghost, still oh, mad, because okay, he, can't, he can't pass you know, into the uh, immortal plane until, I... until you stop, until you promise him. Hmm. To stop doing a Bob Dylan impression. Well, here's a deal. I, w- I would say yes, I would. But the problem is that. What if randomly somebody was like, hey, do an impression of Bob Dylan. And I'm like, I can't. Why? Why well, promise this ghost I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, how would I explain that? I don't know. That's your problem. <laughs> Bob, Bob Dylan is like, I don't give a fuck how you explain that. Bob. Stop fucking doing impressions of me because I can't go see my family right now. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> you figure that out. All right. You know what, Bob? You had a great life. So why yeah. don't you fucking? I think pump. I think you can pump the brakes a little bit. And he goes, "Fuck you." Well, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I don't promise. I'm gonna do it every day now. And then he hey, grabs Bob Dylan. It's me, Bob Dylan. <laughs> he grabs you by the by the shirt collar, oh, no. and then he backhands you, and he goes, "You better not fucking do an impression of me." I would go Woodstock. Okay, and then he just beats the shit out of you. Oh, man. Okay, I guess then I would... Now you believe in ghosts? Yeah. If Bob Dylan's ghost beat me up because I caused his death by my Bob bad Bob Dylan impression, and then he beat me up again because I wouldn't stop doing it, yeah, I think I would believe in ghosts. Okay. So now, now that you believe in ghosts, according to your mind, ghosts are real. Ghosts are part of the physical universe, right? Because it harmed you physically. You were just beaten up by one. Okay. So how do you go about explaining that ghosts exist in this theoretical model that science has has developed so far that says there are no ghosts? Nothing, uh, you know, comes back after it's dead. Uh, These are like a lot of fundamental questions here. What is dead may never die. Well, yeah. So. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. But like if something has died, like Bob Dylan. The Iron Islands. How is it? First of all, how is it his ghost? What makes it his ghost? Uh, he has a sheet on his head. Okay, but is it his sheet? Because anyone could just take a sheet. That's a good point. You know, like what makes a ghost? Like if I came back seeing as a, a ghost. Dead, seeing it someone who would you previously who was previously known to be dead. Be a dead person. Okay, but how do you recognize him as Bob Dylan's ghost? Um, I'm sure it'd be like clanking chains together. He was he was kind of a dramatic guy. 
Okay, but is that something that Bob Dylan did before? No. He never goes. <laughs> what if he just looks like Bob Dylan? Would that be enough? Sure. Okay. So what is he wearing? Is he naked? No, he's probably wearing like jeans and a cowboy hat and a black shirt. Okay. Why is he wearing that as a ghost? That's probably what he died while wearing. Okay, so would you say then that ghosts uh, only appear in what they're wearing when they die? They could. They I mean, could? I don't know. I don't know the rules. Okay, so now you start testing that hypothesis, okay? Because now fucking, uh, fucking ghosts are things that science has to deal with because they are definitely real now. Oh, no. Right? Because one just beat you up. So you're like, I know this thing is real. Yeah. So don't tell Beloved me it's not singer, fucking real. singer-songwriter. Right. Robert Robert Zimmerman. Robert Zimmerman. So this so what this guy Kuhn is talking about is that when something like that happens, a crazy anomaly happens. What if he went by Rob Dylan? <laughs> that sucks. That would really suck. <laughs> I would hate that. I wouldn't listen to his music. <laughs> okay, but let, but let me let me finish this thought. So if if you get beaten up by Bob Dylan's ghost and there are trees running around robbing banks and taking hostages, Okay, these are very, very uh, like isolated examples, but they are examples that fundamentally undermine everything that we thought we knew about a certain topic. In this case, dendrology or Bob Dylanism. Okay, or or paranormal, whatever. Um, So like right now, science keeps saying how like, you know, paranormal um, events or experiences, they're not counted as science. Because of this, that, or the other. There's, like, no observational basis for it or whatever. Uh, no one's really seen a ghost, blah, blah, blah. But then what if you are able to see a ghost all of a sudden? I'd be very upset. Yeah, you'd be upset. So would a lot of scientists. Because they'd be like, okay, well, fuck. Now there's this entirely different category of entity, of reality, that we have to explain. And I bet there'd be a mutiny inside the scientific community. Because okay. they'd go... Well, ghosts are real. Uh oh, and th- then some science people will still not accept it. Yeah, that's true. So that's what happens when there's a scientific revolution. There's another scientific revolution that happens every time this like anomaly shit happens. So now there are scientists who say, yeah, no, there's no way Bob Dylan doesn't exist, or Bob Dylan's ghost doesn't exist. He didn't beat you up. Now you feel gaslit. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So you're probably siding with the scientists who are like, no, ghosts do exist. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably listening to the gaslight anthem while this is happening. Right. And now let's say that there's more and more people who are getting beaten up by dead celebrities. All right. No. Yeah. So let's say like Jim S gets beaten up by Mick Jagger's ghost. Okay. <laughs> that would rule yeah. so hard. Let's say I get beaten up by Paul McCartney's ghost. Oh man. Okay. Well, but neither one of those men are <laughs> you know, dead. These are all ghosts of people who are still alive. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Which makes it even more confusing. Future ghosts. Right. This fucking overturns uh, the entire basis of like medicine. Right. Like how do, how can something that has to be part of something else that's dead. How can that be alive, right? Like, how can a ghost, like, how does the medical community explain a ghost if it's real? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how do they do that? If that happens, they have to have a complete paradigm shift of, like, what it means to conduct medicine and what it means to be true about medicine, okay? And what it means to be alive. And what it means to be alive. Actually, yeah. That's, (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Like, if ghosts are real... That means that there's a different like stage of existence where you're kind of alive. Like, how are you not alive? So as a ghost, yeah, yeah, because it's like you're dead, but you're like walking around and like floating and 
sure. scaring people for some reason. So with biology, the way so it, it overturns like the fundamental definitions of these different sciences. So if there if ghosts exist, biology, the the science of biology basically says that like life, anything that that biology studies life, right? And anything is, that is life is defined as something that basically has a uh, a birth and a death, uh, has a metabolism, uh, is made of physical matter. And it has like a life cycle, right? And it can reproduce itself. That's biology, like in a nutshell. Okay, but ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. They don't. That it that doesn't apply to ghosts. But ghosts then also act like things that are alive, right? Like Bob Dylan, the ghost of Bob Dylan, which has no metabolism because it's not. It doesn't have a stomach. <laughs> and it's I didn't not even eat that much matter. when I was alive. Yeah, I mostly just did cocaine. Um, he's not made of physical matter, right? Uh, but somehow he's able to fucking punch you in the face and beat you up. Like, how does nothing beat you up? I you think know? I could beat up Bob Dylan, first of all. I don't think there's any way. Maybe when he was alive, but you can't beat up the ghost of Bob Dylan. He beat the shit out of you, dude. I wonder how tall he was. The ghost of Bob Dylan is nine feet tall. <laughs> oh, no. Bob. Also, I like how you said. I wonder how how tall Bob Dylan was. Like, he, like he's not alive still. Okay, but while you're looking this up, the this this like this is just an example too. Like, if ghosts exist, that means that medicine is like off by so much, right? Because something that we thought died, <laughs> i.e., Bob Dylan, <laughs> is still around not totally alive but he's definitely doing shit that like only alive things can do five seven he's five seven. Oh, he's exactly as tall as i am i'm five seven that is so <laughs> fucking funny are you kidding me yeah <laughs> you're this bob dylan is you're the same height as bob dylan yeah i could beat up bob dylan i think i think you have to now i think i could well i mean i definitely i definitely have to if it came to that because I couldn't live it down. Because he's fucking like 95 years old or whatever. He's 78. He's 78. According yeah. to the internet. If I can't if I can't beat up a 78 year old man who's exactly uh, as as tall as I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I have to. I I don't know. I have to move. Hey Ben, let's throw down, bitch. <laughs> I'm Bob Dylan. I'm Bob Dylan. Um. Okay. Anyway, so whether or not Bob Dylan can beat you or I up. Bob Dylan's ghost definitely beat you up. Dang. Okay. The fact that he beat you up. It's fucking humiliating. Let's say it was like film. Let's say someone took out and put it on, took out their phone and put it on World Star, right? <laughs> what, World Star? World Star hip hop. I got, oh, so Sa- I'm on World Sa- Star hip hop getting beaten up by the Legendary ghost folk singer. <laughs> of Bob Dylan. Yeah. Okay. So everyone saw it. So there's no denying at this point. Like it, there's no chance of a government cover up or anything like that. This ghost. Of a of of a twentieth century musical icon. Yeah, a pretty important singer songwriter. <laughs> yeah, just beat you up. The man who introduced the Beatles to marijuana. Yeah, at a McDonald's, <laughs> like at two a.m. Like he just got into a brawl. He just got into a brawl. <laughs> okay, so what if you saw on World Star Hip Hop footage of Bob Dylan? His like. <laughs> entourage at like yeah. a, in like a brawl in like a, a McDonald's yeah. at 2 a.m. in like Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. Wait, actual Bob Dylan or, or ghost Bob Dylan? No, actual Bob Dylan. Like actual Bob, Bob Dylan's Dylan? still alive right now. That would be... That would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kick your ass, bitch. I would, I would like, analyze that video like the fucking Zapruder film. <laughs> Especially, like, does he win? Or no, he has his entourage. Yeah, but okay. it's like a brawl. There's, like, yeah, okay. several distinct sides. Oh, awesome. Like, the little pocket fights? Yeah. Yeah. The tight. employees are all, like, banding together. Whose uh, side are the employees on? <laughs> the employees are their own thing, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, but the, the manager they have thrown to the wolves. Literally, <laughs> there's a wolf outside, and they threw their um their boss to it. Yeah, and now the wolves are fighting over the boss. There's your your crew. You're also, you're also in the fight. Uh, you're fighting Bob Dylan's crew. Okay. <laughs> you call right. yourself the Bob Bashers. Oh, okay, so we we came out to fight Bob Dylan's crew. No, but you bonded very quickly in the middle of this melee. Did I know these people at all? Never. Beforehand? You never see him again. Oh, okay. So this is but a there's spontaneous... always a part of you. In your heart, you can feel them. And for the rest of your life, whenever one of them passes on, you feel it. It doesn't, like, hurt, but you have a... There's, like, a stand-by-me A sort little of wave of melancholy. Okay. Wow, what a bond. Yeah. <laughs> we just fought Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bond Dylan. Um, okay. So, uh, just to wrap this up, because I know that this was such a meandering episode. We got, It was a slow start, but I think we're, we got... I think we've covered it. We got, we got to an interesting point. So the whole point is that there has to be a paradigm shift in the sciences um, to account for these anomalies, like Bob Dylan, <laughs> Bob Dylan's ghost, fight, fighting people. <laughs> just f- and fucking him up, apparently. Fucking him up. So what he says, basically, just to, just to like, uh, uh, you know, wrap this up, um, normal science, he actually has this term for normal science, and it's the boring science. It's the science that you hate. Okay. okay. It's the science free one. It's the free one. Yeah. It's the science that you hate. It's the one where you're like, okay, well, we're just going to keep like figuring out whether, uh, well, this, this tree species, uh, it grows, uh, has an average lifespan of like 150 years. Uh, it's seeds germinate like this. My glasses hurt. Yeah. And like, and it expels this amount of oxygen and like, it's all this stuff that like you think about when you have trees, right? It's all the same shit. Uh, and that's fine for like centuries, if not yeah, decades, if not centuries. Okay, until you get like a a, a fucking like observa- observational log of this one tree that's like, all right, uh, July twenty first, um, tree is closer now by <laughs> ten meters. Uh, my <laughs> my dog is missing, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, my camera has been destroyed and is smothered in blood. Yeah, and there's <laughs> right? a face in the tree. Yeah, and there's a face on the tree. This tree has a human face now. Okay, um, you know we'll we'll report more findings soon. And he goes when he sees you. He goes hello, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tree uh, tree can vocalize English grammar. Uh, <laughs> speech in trees has never been observed before, oh, no. right? So you're doing all this shit, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden the observation log ends with like a, a very violent like scratch of pen on the paper, oh no, and then blood on the page, and that scientist is now missing. <laughs> okay, so what that means is that the science of dendrology <laughs> has to completely renovate Struck itself. A severe blow. Yeah, and it has to renovate itself. It has to be like, okay, well, now we have to you know, measure trees, not only in like how much oxygen it uh, produces, uh, how tall it can grow, but also like how many lives it takes, 
um, you know, how violent it can be on a psychological scale of one to ten, uh, how fast it moves. Like just that. Like no one has ever had to measure the speed of a tree. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so this is a paradigm shift because of this fucking <laughs> criminal tree. <laughs> this scoundrel of a tree. That has a face and like talks. And it steals pies from windows. It steals pies from windows. Yeah. From the win- poor widows. Windows. Of poor widows. It's only widows too. But okay. So now this new science forms. It's new. It's new dendrology. Nice. And now they have these other these new problems to fix or to solve. Like, uh, well, why does the, why do these violent trees only target widows? Uh, <laughs> this tree used to be an oak, right? Uh, and it was a normal oak for like 75 years. And then all of a sudden it turned into this other type of tree. Yeah. Why did it turn into that type of tree? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that's a paradigm shift in science. And to, to account for that and all the other trees, the 99% of normal trees, you have to reformulate this, this whole theory. And now you have this new theory that has like new dimensions to it, new perspectives. Um, and so it almost makes like the old theory of just regular trees just like not at all predictive or it's not helpful at all. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, big deal. These trees grow super slow. It's boring as fuck. You know, we don't know whether they're let's sinister chop or not. Them all down. Yeah. Let's chop them all down. Blah, blah, blah. We can, they can That'll be used for them. wood. Yeah. This, this tree that's actually shot down by the cops and it bleeds like it has bullet wounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it has like 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 blood like flesh tissue <laughs> and they're like well this is weird because i thought trees were made of wood all this type of shit is like has to be encapsulated in this new tree theory sure okay so the implication of this is that the old theory of what trees were like and this new theory of what trees are like they're they they can't be compared anymore like one is not better than the other right because you could live in a world that only has just regular trees but now we have this new type of tree, and it requires this whole new like uh, system of assumptions. And so now you can't compare the two. So there's no such thing as like being closer to the truth, right? Because unless you're Catholic, unless you're Catholic. Well, if you're Catholic, there is such a thing as truth. It's the word of Jesus Christ, who's seated at the right hand of the Father. Heard of him? Yeah. Um, but he has this theory of incommensurability, which basically means so. It basically says. Science doesn't progress linearly, like with the more knowledge you build up, it shifts violently <laughs> um, in response to the needs of what you have to explain. Like we could, for example, have never encountered this crazy ass tree, this like <laughs> this ratchet ass tree uh, and been fine with that previous theory. And that's just as true as any other theory that could have worked for us. But since we're presented with this problem of fucking bank robbing violent trees and Bob Dylan's ghost fighting people in Pittsburgh McDonald's is now we have to come up with new theories that aren't necessarily truer or like, you know, uh, uh, closer to the truth. They're just what helps us explain shit for now. Okay. <laughs> until the next absolutely batshit thing happens. Huh? Yeah. So that's sort of what happened with physics. But like, how do we stop the trees? Well, that's what science is meant to solve now. Hmm. They better get on it, dude. Yeah. So now do you see how science is important? Yeah, I guess. But like I just think it's I just hated learning it. Right, but like now now you don't hate learning it though, if if there are these trees running around, right? No, that would be rad as fuck. 
Yeah, so it would be rad as fuck. Why would it be rad? Because what's the point it's of that science now? frightening. Yeah, and you're trying to defeat these trees. Yeah. Okay, so now the 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 I mean, point... I would have to come up with all these different escape routes. Like, I don't... I'd be screwed. There's only one way into this apartment. Yeah, I have okay. windows, but there's, like, bars on them. Wouldn't it be more fruitful to study the tree to figure out how to defeat it once and for all? So or are not... they fruit trees? Are they fruit trees? <laughs> anyway, so hold on. What? Nothing. So never mind. So I'm just saying, so now there's a point to it. Yeah. Now you have a point to studying and science. the point is that science rocks. No, the science. No, R-O-X. No, the point is that science will help defeat these trees. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, when the trees finally rise up against us, I will find the nearest scientist. Okay, fine. And I'll say, save me, daddy. But it's also like, what if, I- okay, never mind. That's it. That's That's the paradigm shift. Huh. Yeah. You have to reformulate science entirely. Interesting. When something weird happens. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We win again. I guess. I mean, not yet. We're still at war with the trees. Oh, of course. The war. We have to. We have yet to introduce a war of the trees to the people, uh, folks. Thank you so much for listening to. I learned nothing. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed it, or if you hated it, write a, a five star review. Okay. <laughs> what did you think of this of this science episode? It's pretty cool. I was trying to get it out of the way because I know you hate science. Yeah, but I like this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you can follow us on social media. Ben is uh, on the IG and the Twitter as Gristleporn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. And I am uh, on the IG Instagram. So the kids the kids call it the IG. So yeah. I call it the IG. The IG. Yeah, I want them to think I'm like cool and young. <laughs> yeah, call it the IG. I want them, yeah. <laughs> so I'm igging it up at, uh, at DeanManP on Twitter, at Pat Dean. You can find us on there. Also, folks, <laughs> we do have a patreon we do have that you can support five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode a week where i teach ben about stuff yeah something crazy something nonsensical something (laughs) aberrant yeah (laughs) the one that we're gonna do this week is about vampires oh really yeah tight okay i'm down with vampires pretty fun yeah so can vampires get aids um i don't know because They could get it, I'm sure, but they probably have some sort of advanced healing powers. Well, yeah, but I mean, they still won't die. But No, actually... but the cure to AIDS might be inside a vampire. That's, oh, that, that sounds weird. <laughs> that is a sentence I never thought. I would well, what utter. would you do? What would you do if you found out that your vampire friend had AIDS? Yeah. Uh, well, I'd ask him. I'd be like, what's, I mean, like, do you have a no, vampire doctor? No, no, I mean, like, doctor? what, what if you know? knew that he had something, like an antibody in his blood that... That, oh, that cured AIDS. That cured AIDS. Um, I would. What I would do is I would ask him to donate some blood. Like we'd have like a couple pints of blood. Like mm-hmm. if we'd save him in the fridge and stuff to keep him like you know. And he's like, no, my blood is fresh. And so I get, so I get those <laughs> those pints of blood. I go to the nearest like hospital. Uh-huh. I knock on the front door or whatever and like and like they're like what and they come outside and it's just a bunch of pints of blood wrapped together with a note that says the cure for AIDS yeah and there's like a piece of tape slapped on each of these jars it just says vampire blood and they look up and I couldn't find a parking spot nearby so I'm like running back to like my car oh, okay good I thought you were blocking the the like ambulance parking area oh, the no. like triage area that'd that be one. amazing <laughs> but uh yeah so if you want to help us out you can do that uh, five star review of Patreon, five bucks a month. Uh, what else? I guess that's about it. Uh, that's as, all we got. As always, uh, uh, keep on thinking hard, and if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. <laughs> and here's Freebird. <laughs>